know Bill Clinton, we studied at Harvard. I know Bill Gates, he's a friend of Papa's. I know Bill Giles, he lent me a sweater. <laughs> Can you work out who we are? Yes! If you have any technical questions, please call the consultant support line, which is open seven days a week except weekends and weekdays. I'm sorry, all our lines are engaged. Calls will be ignored for monitoring purposes. I'm glad you could make it. Not, Not a problem. problem. Now, I would love nothing more than to jump onto the busy end of a big lump of work and chew into some hair-biting, nail-raising piece of corporate action, but I can't. I've got my daughter coming in a few minutes. Your daughter? Yeah, it's Bring Your Daughter to Work Day, the day when we inspire our children by showing them exactly what it's like to work tirelessly at the cutting edge of the business world. Your go, Chesney. Oh, thanks. <laughs> oh, Yahtzee. Yeah. Hold up, boss man. I don't want some little girl in the office crying spilt milk over my business. <laughs> I'll get it. Hello? No, there's, there's mice in the receiver again. That's better. Hello? Goodbye. That was Pat. Chesney, there's a man in reception who wants to write your biography. Yeah, that's the story of my life. <laughs> well, I'd better go and see him. Gentlemen, can you uh, hold the fort while I'm gone? Of course. But when my daughter turns up, don't let her play with it. She's here to work. I hope that one day she'll take my place. Goodbye. Did you hear that? He said his daughter's going to be on you, boss. Crafts, we've got to make a good impression. I'll put some clothes on and you learn to speak kiddish. <laughs> Hello, my name's Chesnetta. I'm four years old and I want a pony. Hello, Chesnetta. Welcome to the firm. I want to be a ballerina. Are you my daddy? Can I plait your hair? Um, have to take a rain check on the hair platation proposal, cos uh, we're, we're very busy. Willis has to iron his spreadsheets and I've got to defrost a pie chart. <laughs> You're silly. Well, I don't know about silly, Chesnetta. In the world of consulting, I'm as sharp and dangerous as broken glass in a bowl of guns. <laughs> What's up with her? I don't know. She must be hungry. Uh-oh. I'll call Pat. Ah, Pat. We've got a situation here. Can you send over some food, Pat? Well, not sure, Pat. Ah, Pat, a cake. Pat, a cake. That baker's man. Well, well, bake me a cake. Yeah, as fast as you can. Thanks, Pat. <laughs> She's probably overtired. We need to get her to sleep immediately before she fires us. Okay. Here's an old one. Rockabye baby on my laptop. If you roll over, the Nasdaq will drop. When the Dow breaks, this cartel will fall. You bad dot-com baby, unstable and small. Oh. Oh. Now she's asleep, doesn't she look like her father? Yeah, she's got his eyes... And his little nose. And his moustache. And, uh, come to think of it, she's wearing his suit. Ah, gentlemen, I've been rumbled. Chesney! Sorry for the charade, fellas, but I wanted to see if you were able to look after my most precious pride and joy. And you passed with flying colours. But where's your real daughter? Oh, I left her outside the shops last week. I'm sure she'll find her way home eventually. Oh, Chesney! Come on! Time at the bar, please. Haven't got homes to go to?
Well now I'm polishing the glasses while I'm strumming this guitar For nearly twenty years now I've been working in this bar But I ain't never sold a drink, I got the blues so very bad Cause every person, animal or object that comes in for a beer Is just a bit part player in the worst jokes that you can hear this is the bar that they mean when they say he walked into a bar Ouch, where the dog with a limp come in Looking for the man that shot his paw Every day for twenty years now a horse come into place Every day for twenty years I've said hey buddy why the long face I wish we had some normal folk oh lord I find it hard Shakespeare come in for a drink last night I said get out your bar Well it ain't just the humans and animals that make this bar a joke out of brain coming here yesterday asked me for a rum and coke I said you're out of your head already and I showed him to the door then a sandwich coming for a drink I said we ain't serving food no more then Neutron asked me the price of the scotch I said for you no charge a mushroom come in and he bought us all drinks what a fun guy to have in a bar <laughs> well crazy clown telling you they never seem to stop we had a skeleton come in this morning who said give me a beer and a mop a fella come in wearing jump leads I said don't start anything here then a man come in with a slab of tarmac and ordered himself a beer I'll let you guess just what he said cause everybody knows one more drink for me and then just one more for the road a polar bear come through the doors he said I would like a Guinness I said well sure but why the big pause <laughs> Driving me mad, but I found an escape. Gonna close the old bar down. It's gonna be a private members club, the smartest in the town. So I can keep out all the animals, the drunks and the insane. And that man with the 12-inch pianist, I don't want to see him again. So now, if you want entry, you gotta knock on the club door first. You say knock knock, I'll say who's there. Oh God, that's even worse. <laughs> Attention! My name is Gunnery Sergeant Weaver, your senior knitting instructor. From now on, you will speak only when spoken to, and the first and last words out of your filthy sewers will be, Sir! Do you maggots understand that? Sir! Yes, sir! I can't hear you! Sound off like you've got a pass! Sir! Yes, sir! If you ladies leave Fort Yeager, if you survive basic knitting training, you will be needle masters. But until that day, you are nothing. Because I'm hard, you will not like me. But the more you hate me, the quicker you will learn to knit. <laughs> Do you maggots understand that? Sir, yes, sir! Private Shirovsky, why did you join my beloved corps? Sir, to knit, sir! Show me your knitting face, Shirovsky. <laughs> Is that your knitting face, Shirovsky? You don't scare me. Show me a knitting face, boy. <laughs> That's better, Shirovsky. What's your name, soldier? Sir, Private Button, sir. I don't like your attitude, Private Button. You look like a goddamn embroidering pinko to me. You like to sew, Button? Sir, no, sir. You want to sew? Go join the Navy. <laughs> Repeat after me, Button. These are my knitting needles. These are my knitting needles. There are many like them, but these ones are mine. There are many like them, but these ones are mine. I'm going to make you sweat, boy. Then I'm going to make you a sweater. <laughs> 
Get your woolen booty on the floor and give me 20 drop stitches, soldier. Sir, yes, sir! Listen up, maggots. Slip not, lest ye unravel. This is the motto of the United States Marino Corps. Right, I'm dialing out number now. Don't! No, too late, too late. Come on, you've got to talk to her. But what will I say? I'll help you. I'll just repeat what I say. But, Peter, I can't... Hello? Um... Hello? Who's there? T- tell her it's you. It's you! Of course it is. Who are you? It's Malcolm. Oh, what do you want? Say, Cupid has fired an arrow at my chest. Cupid has fired an arrow at my chest. You've had your nipples pierced? <laughs> no, it's, um, Peter. Say it was a metaphor. It was a matador. A meteor? Are you hurt? Oh, for heaven's sake, right, repeat after me. In my imagination, there is no hesitation. In my imagination, there is no hesitation. I dream about you all the time. I dream about you all the time. Come on, come on, do the locomotion with me. <laughs> come on, come on, do the locomotion with me. Oh, Malcolm, that was beautiful. I've never heard such poetry. Oh, Julie. Oh, Julie. Oh, Malcolm, I don't know what to say. She doesn't know what to say. I'll call her mobile. <laughs> hello? Uh, Julie, it's Peter. Oh, hello there. I'm just on the phone to Malcolm. Yeah, I know. Uh, tell him you love him. What? Just do it. I love you, Malcolm. She says she loves me, Peter. To tell you I love her back. I love you back. He said he likes my back, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> no. He said he loves you. He loves you? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Malcolm. Oh, Julie. Oh, Julie. Oh, Malcolm. Oh, Malcolm. Oh, Julie. Oh, Julie. Oh, Malcolm. Oh, Malcolm. Right. I'm going to leave you two to it. Bye. Right. right. I'm going to leave you, you two, two to, to it. it. Bye. Bye. <laughs> you maggots, pick up your knitting and run. Up in the morning to the rising sun. Up in the morning to the rising sun. We're gonna knit all day till the knitting's done. Gonna knit all day till the knitting's done. I don't know, but I've been told. I don't know, but I've been told. Eskimo needles are mighty cold. Eskimo needles are mighty cold. Cast on. Cast off. Cast on. Cast off. My future's bright, my future's rosy. My future's bright, my future's rosy. I knitted myself a bayonet cozy. I knitted myself a bayonet cozy. When I get to Nam, I'm gonna have some fun. When I get to Nam, I'm gonna have some fun. With a fancy lady in a cardigan. With a fancy lady in a cardigan. Knit one. Drop one. Knit one. Pearl one. Sir, I got a stitch, sir. Good work, soldier. <laughs> Well, I don't know, but I have heard. I don't know, but I have heard. Macrame is a dirty word. Macrame is a dirty word. I tell you now, I ain't no fool. I tell you now, I ain't no fool. I got nerves of steel and balls of wool. I got nerves of steel and balls of wool. <laughs> Nip one. Drop one. Nip one. And now it's time to take a deep breath and suck another nugget from the consultant's radio archive. This week it's an episode of their consistently unappealing boarding school romp, The Boys of St. Batteries. It's the start of a new term, and the headmaster has an important announcement. Silence! Some, some, children! And the thumb, thumb, 
It has come to my attention that certain boys have been sneaking into the abandoned cellar known in your dormitory patois as Old Jackson's Hole. <laughs> this area is slippery and dangerous, and I am sick of filling out liability forms every time one of you weasels gets hepatitis. <laughs> From this moment on, the area is strictly out of bounds. Now... If Mr. Forbes Butter has oiled his bellows, let us sing hymn number 182. I'm going to wash that man right out of my hair. <laughs> Psst! Wilson, Rice, are you awake? Oh, what's the rumpus, Pilks? I was dreaming about being a fat pirate. <laughs> Listen up, chaps. I need your help. I need to go down Jackson's Hole immediately. Mm. <laughs> Have you gone Acoloco? That place is off limits, not to mention butterly dangerous. Yes, I know, but I hid something down there and we have to get it back. It must be something important. The head will already have Jackson's hole sewn up tighter than a guff in a sandpit. <laughs> it's a sexy laundry catalogue that Basha Bailey lent me. Wowee! A panty pamphlet? Yes. And if I... <laughs> yes, and if I don't get it back to him by breakfast tomorrow, he'll knee me in the juggles. <laughs> Well, I'd certainly risk a beating to see a dirty manual. I'm in. Me too. Well then, let's all slip into Jackson's hole and get my knicker book. <laughs> Spooky dillos. Didn't half dark down here. That noise. One of the headmaster's infrared security cameras. Don't worry, Pilks. They only see heat. If we smear ourselves with this toothpaste, we'll be virtually invisible. <laughs> You don't have to remove your pyjamas to put it on, Rice. But at least the cameras can't see us. And I can't see my corset compendium. I left it just here. Someone must have taken it. But who else would dare to come down Jackson's hole? What's that noise? I is it a monkey? No. <laughs> no. Worse than that, quick, hide! Holy goly, did you see that, chaps? Yes, Pilks. Nazis. <laughs> well, they must have tunnelled all the way from Germany. Lenny Bennett, we've got to stop them. But what, but what can we do? We're just three humble English schoolboys. He's right. I don't want to get fingered by the Gestapo. <laughs> Where's your pluck, you plums? If we can black the eye of even one Nazi, we'll have done some batteries proud. <laughs> you sing so, English boy? Oh, no! It's Hitler! <laughs> You toppy-nosed beef-eaters don't stand a chance against my Nazi hordes. By Christmas, this school will be part of my evil Reich. You will be playing sausage instead of cricket and learning sauerkraut instead of Latin. <laughs> also, I found this fascinating booklet. Lamini bungus! Hitler's got Pilkington's brow periodical. <laughs> And it's keepers, English pig dog. It is not only red hot and spicy, it is also in mint condition. Mint, mint, that, that gives me an idea, the toothpaste. Take this, Adolf. Ah, my eyes, so minty. Don und Blitzen, Procter und Gamble, I cannot see. Well done, Rice. Quick, while he's blinded, I'll use this rolled-up Union Jack to smash him in his moustache. And I'll use my American toppy hammer to shatter his jack boots. And I'll use my Swiss Army knife to stand idly by. Oh, mine ball! Retreat! 
knock the smirk off his swastika. He'll think twice before invading some batteries again. Hooroo! And look, where Hitler was lurking. A secret doorway. I wonder where it leads. Sam Sam, children. Merry widows, we're in the headmaster's study. What is the meaning of this hey-ho, rumble There's Nazis in the school cellar, headmaster. Nazis up Jackson's hole? <laughs> Rice shot his paste in Hitler's eyes and the Bosch ran away. <laughs> well, you have been busy. I don't know if I should congratulate you for foiling the Third Reich or flog you insensible for breaking the school rules. Perhaps both. Ja? Äh, ja, mein Führer. Sie sind mit mir jetzt, Sie kennen so viel, aber wir können Sie noch nicht töten. Morgen früh. <lacht> Sorry, that was my mother. Now then, back to bed. I shall not beat you boys, providing you tell no one about what you saw tonight. Thank, Thank you, Headmaster. Wait, is that a lady book in your hand, Pilkington? Um, yes, Headmaster, but, um... Hitler gave it to me. Oh, Jimmy Hill, hand it over. I will not have such smut in this school, but before I take it to bed and dispose of it, you must be punished. And a tightly rolled grumble mag will make an admirable cane. Bend over, boys. Sam, Sam. And, and a dumb, dumb, dumb headmaster. Eek! Ow! Ooh! Ah! That was lot number 41, an old stick with some jam on the end. And now we come to lot number 42, a very interesting book, this. A very useful reference tool, bound in leather. What am I bid? Do I hear 30 pounds, 20 pounds from the woman at the back of the tangerine Mac, 21, 22, any more, with through 24 for the tall man standing by the door, 25, 25 for the wife of the man with the tan with the short attention span who's always been a fan of the films of Jackie Chan. <laughs> Do I hear 28? Get a bid in. Don't be late. Yes, the man just at the side with the hair that's clearly dyed, bow-legged and boss eyed He raised the price a bit. Now, will anyone else commit? Yes, the woman at the back of the tangerine mac with the highlights on her hair and the multicolored flares. Will you go to 29? You can draw the line. You? Yes, you, sir. The fellow in the yellow with the body like a cello and the dandruff and the stutter. Go on, have a little flutter. 29. 29. 30 from the dirty girl who isn't often vertical. She's seeing someone nautical. One day she'll be his wife. 32 from the gentleman who's rather continental, which is slightly detrimental to his quality of life. 32, we're through. Come on, let's be having you. I hear 33 for the man with the knobbly knees who's standing at the rear with a pen behind his ear, trying hard to look austere, but to me it's crystal clear that he's rather insincere and he's probably on the beer. Now, are we... Are we done with the bidding? Is there anybody hidden? Yes, you, sir, the hearty chap. Are you bidding for this artifact, or was it just a twitch? Come on, you look rich enough to raise a little higher. Come on, come on, this is going for a song. 34 from the vicar in the saddles and the thong. There's... <laughs> There's a bit there, I can see, for the man in dungarees, a nice man. His name is Dan, got a pension plan, a frying pan, married to a girl called Mary Ann. Sadly, he's a member of the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> 38, 38, from the woman at the back in the tangerine mac with the highlights in her hair and the multicolored flares. She's got a baseball cap and a handbag on her lap, very short and very svelte. Looks like butter wouldn't melt. But she's got high-heeled shoes and a couple of tattoos where the sun don't shine. I would invite her back to mine. We could get a little frisky, but I really shouldn't risk it. I'm not being realistic. My wife will go ballistic. Still, it's a saucy little scheme. And a man can always dream, but I really should stay here. I'm a busy auctioneer. Going once, going twice. Sold to the lady at the back for thirty-eight pounds, a rhyming dictionary. Corporal, get over to that bonnet and give it a pom-pom. Somebody need me some cover! We need more needles, damn it! 
Shirovsky were in a foxhole in Nam. Cheltenham, WI Knitting Circle. It was their AGM, first taste of war, and war was hell. We were struggling on the fourth row of a neckline of a Sienna twin set. It was hopeless. We were cut off. All around us, elderly women with fingers the speed of light made jumpers, booties, scarves. All we had was our basic rations and a copy of Family Circle. We were like lamb's wool to the slaughter. We gotta make a run for it, Shirovsky! Leave me here, Charlie. I got my tension all wrong. I lost a sleeve. We've got as far as we can get with this pattern. Yeah. I knit me a white flag, but I only got heavy worsted yarn in peacock blue, and it's frankly unsuitable. We can make it, Shirovsky. Yeah. Sure. Let me rest up a while. You know what I'm gonna do when I get out of here? What's that, buddy? Let me show you a picture. Wow. She's beautiful. Yeah. She's the finest loom in the whole of Maine. <laughs> if anything happens to me, you take care of her. I will, pal. Okay. Let's go. Shut up! They got a knitting machine! I knit! I knit! Shirovsky died a hero's death, garter stitched in Angora wool. And me? I was mohair lifted out of that woven hellhole. I served one more tour of duty in Kashmir, until it gave me a rash. Those of us who made it have an obligation to parse on our yarn to others. So, I took Shirovsky's loom, and I opened the wool shop. Hello, Charles. I need two 30-ounce balls of acrylic double knit in pink. Yes, ma'am. You had time to think things over, Carswell? I ain't telling you nothing. Oh, let's stop playing games, shall we, Carswell? Got your dabs on the knife, we all know you killed him. Why didn't you just confess to it, eh? I tell you, I didn't do it. Right, let's start again. Where were you on the night of the 14th of... Oh, I nearly forgot. Oh, tape recorder. Yeah. Oh, my brother's got one of those. Can I have a go? No, get off. <laughs> it's not a toy. It's a new legal requirement. From now on, all interviews have to be recorded for... recording purposes. I'd uh, better write the date on the cassette. What is it, 19th? It's the 20th. 20th December 1984. Now, I think I've got to press these two buttons here. Oh, it's definitely working. It's going round. My brother's does that. Shh, shh, shh. Right. <clears throat> You've gone all shy. I have not gone all shy, Carswell. <laughs> right. <clears throat> I, 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 I put it to you. <laughs> That on the night of the 14th of the November of the 1984, you did perform a most heinous murder upon the aforementioned gentleman. But why are you doing it, Pop? I'm not doing it, Pop. All right, let's hear it back. Oh, Inspector, don't. God, that's amazing. They say you sound different on tape, but that is, that is extraordinary. Let's, let's do it again. All right, yeah, but this time we've got to do it properly, right? Ready? Yeah. 
<clears throat> All right, Carlos, will you slag? You done it, didn't you? No! Oh, that was good, wasn't it? Yeah. Rewind! Yeah. No, Rewind. No, 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 I can do it, I can do it better than that. I'll do it as, um. I'll do it as Frank Spencer, right? Here we go, anyway. <laughs> Ooh, Betty. Ooh, Betty. You've had a little bit of bother. Did you kill the cat with a whoopsie? Did, did you murder Jessica, Betty Carswell? That is uncanny! Oh, good, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> right, who's, this? who's this interrogating you then, really? Hey, how and away we go. Shut that door if you've done a murder. That's Larry Grayson! <laughs> I can do Bruce Forsyth. Good game! Yeah. Good game! Yeah, right, yeah, no, my, right, my turn, my turn. It's my best one, right? Who's this? Who's this, right? Really? You cannot be serious. The ball was on the line. I saw the chart desk flying up. It's Martin Luther King. It is not! <laughs> Martin Luther King, you tit. I'm playing tennis. You cannot be serious. <laughs> My name rhymes with back and roll. You are the pits, man. You are the pits. What on earth is going on in here? Ah. For the benefit of the tape, Detective Inspector Kemp has entered the room at 14.22 hours, he said. <laughs> He's been very negative, sir. For God's sake, man, this is not a toy. I'm sorry, Inspector. Perhaps I should continue the interview. Yes, sir. Mr. Carswell, where were you on the night of the 14th of November? I was at home. And do you have any witnesses who can verify that fact? I was at home with my wife. Has this got a radio on it? What? Not you. Sergeant, has this got a radio on it? Uh, yes, it has, sir. We could record the charts! Yeah. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Pass the dutchy on the left hand side. Pass the dutchy on the left hand side. Them is a bit Nah, I've already got this. Oh, give a go. We could record a funny advert or something. Oh, shut up. Oh, please let me have a go. No. Please, I'll do anything. Anything. Perhaps you'd like to sing a little song. Yeah, yeah, I'll do a song. My old man said, follow the van. No, Carswell. Why don't you sing what's on this piece of paper? I assume you are familiar with the tune? Yeah. I don't know about these words, though. Can I rewrite them a bit? No, Carswell. Sing what we've written for you. Sergeant, assume the ukulele position. <laughs> I'm a nasty bit of business, yes I am. Cause I took a carving knife to an old man I nicked his pension and his wallet And when he began to holler I stabbed him with my blade and then I ran Are you confessing to this murder? Yes I am Yeah! I'll admit it, I knocked off a helpless man Well, this case is cut and dry You should be banged up right inside You're a nasty little piece of work, you, you slag But that ain't all as Jimmy Cricket says there's more And there's more I'm a villain and I've broken every law Every law I've done all them unsolved murders I'm Lord Lucan, I killed Shergar And I'll admit it, I am the Guildford Four The Guildford do the refrain. I'm a wrong and good and proper. If it weren't for these brave coppers, I would never have been caught. Give them a ride. Give them a ride. Interview concludes at 14.27. <laughs> The 
Consultants was written and performed by Neil Edmund, Justin Edwards and James Rawlings with the voice of Geoffrey Wheeler. Additional material was written by James Eldred and music and noises came from George Cockrell, Justin Edwards, Jerry Peel, Arnold Witterson and Justin McCarroll. The producer was Will Saunders. Thank you.